Red flag from the Productivity Commission, their warning of more supply shocks. Their new report tells us New Zealand is highly likely to experience more frequent uh, supply chain disruptions due to an increasingly uncertain global environment. They also say our export sectors become more concentrated, increasing the exposure from supply chain events. Now, Mainframe Managing Director Don Braid would know all about this, and uh, he's with us. Don, very good morning to you. Good yeah, morning, Mike. How are you? Very well indeed, thank you. Are they right? Oh, I said Business 101, I'd... I mean, I don't know if you read the report. It's 163 pages long. I think I fell asleep at page 23. I mean, we're not learning anything more than what we already know. I mean, yes, our exports are concentrated into the Asian region. Um, That's dangerous. I mean, we've got the same problem ourselves. We're exposed to the China-US market, and we need to make sure we're exposed to more multiple trades so we're not reliant on one. So we're not being told anything we shouldn't know. And that's why they're disbanding the Productivity Commission. Presumably it's wasting everybody's time. Oh, I totally agree. I don't think, uh, I think in one of the pages that I read, we're the last bus stop on the on the bus run. Um, you know, we're at the bottom of the world. Well, mm. We're not going to change that, are we? No, we're not. Why is it that we're so concentrated? That was the part that I found more interesting. And to answer your question, I read about 10, 11 pages, so you beat me hands down. Uh, the concentration, though, why when we know we're too concentrated, don't we do something about it? Well, that's business, isn't it? It's trade. It's who wants our products. Where do we want to sell them? And uh, it's up to our exporters to um, to make sure that they do diversify. And I think we've got great exporters that are doing that. I mean, in our own customer base, particularly take beverage as an example, we're finding more New Zealand wine being sent to uh, Europe. And those things are good. Um, but I suppose if you look at the overall um level of our exports it's dairy related or meat related and of course those markets they're attracted to china yeah exactly do you hold out hope for china real hope for china that they in some way shape or form are going to bounce back the way we used to know and love them well it's an economy we won't ignore um but at the same time we're looking to diversify we've just opened in india as an example you know we don't want to rely just on china um but that's still too big to ignore. No, exactly. How, how have you found the Indian experience, given we should have been there years ago? Yeah, we should have been. And uh, I remember going on a, a trade mission with John Key back in 15 or 16 and was thinking then, why aren't we here now? Why aren't we doing something quickly? You know, they were showing us photographs of New Zealand produce and, and the middle class was growing and they wanted our produce, but we did nothing about it. Um, for us to open there, it's not easy, and it'll be a long road for us. Um, it's a different way of doing business, that's for sure, and you need to trust the locals. Exactly. And so do we understand that one of the great criticisms over the years is we treated India as a single entity, we didn't understand the culture, et cetera, et cetera, and you've got the dairy and the farming issues. Do we understand them or not? No, I don't think we do, and I think you need locals to do that. And, uh, you you know, it's and by the way, it's not one culture. There's multiple languages. And from one city to another, there's a different way of doing business. So it takes a lot of understanding, and it'll take a lot of patience. It, I mean, the good thing is at least we're underway. That, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, exactly. From your experience, when you look at the world and going back to the supply chain thing, when you look at the Red Sea and you look at the war and all that's mm-hmm. going on, is, is, is this a particularly problematic time in the world at the moment, or have we always got problematic times? I think we've always got them, haven't we? Um, you know, we've gone through the Russia-Ukraine thing. We had to close our Russian branch. 
we thought that would be a problem, but we found a way around it. I mean, this latest experience with the Red Sea, we thought, you know, is this another COVID shock? Is this Could this be the same supply chain congestion we had in the last couple of years? Um, but it wasn't. You know, it took an extra couple of weeks to come around the Cape. Um, and supply chains have adjusted. I mean, I think even in the report they've indicated that even with the COVID disruptions or the supply chain congestion through that period, um, most supply chains were resilient. I mean, we might have run out of toilet paper for a short period of time, but we got through. And that's what business does. It finds a way through and, and, and it'll you know, have better relationships. I mean, we've all learned great things after these last couple of years. And if we don't learn those lessons, then we should have trouble. Very well explained. Appreciate it very much, Don. Nice to catch up. Don Bright, who's the Main Freight Managing Director this morning. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.